Welcome back to another episode of the CDK and Horatio Podcast, man. On the road to episode 400. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? Man, amazing, man. The holidays was good to me, man. I got a lot of rest this past week and stuff. Um, And I also, man, like, just jumping right into it, I took time to really enjoy my family. Like, you know, some of those people that do holidays and, like, Thanksgiving night, they want to go to the club. Black Friday, they going to whatever the next move is, man. Like, instead of, like, really just taking time to just soak up being around your family, putting the phone down, and just really, like, Uh fully being in the moment, I actually really took advantage of that this year. How was yours? It was great. When I saw your ass not posting, I said, oh, yeah, CDK is relaxing, boy. He get this. He really uh, he really chilling. No, nah, man, I had a great time, man. Like you said, just, just being around my family, being around people. Um, yeah, man, I, I had a great time, bro. But I want to start the podcast off a little hot. All okay. right, let's go. Okay. I, okay, I'm getting to the age, CDK, where I'm unfollowing you if you posting sexual shit. Thank now, you. Now, here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. You twerking on your story, 20-year-old Horatio, if you was twerking on your story all the time, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm DMing you or whatever. Now, I'm just like, yo, what, what is wrong? Let's pull up a chair and let's talk. What is, what is going on, bro? Stop, bro. Posting, twerking on your story, posting that you want to fuck somebody or, or trying to, it's like, bro, we got to grow up. And I'm getting to that age where it's like, you you don't. We're in control of what we of what we put out there, and you don't have to be the hornball on social media all the time. And I know you're around a lot of sexed up people, being in the nightclub industry and all that stuff. So, how do you feel about that? Because obviously, it's trying to get attention, but I'm looking at it as a cry for help. Okay, so I don't know about a cry for help, but my thing is, I definitely look at it as a, as attention seeking, and that's why it pisses me off, man. And this is equivalent to to the men that post money. You know what I'm saying? I think from uh-huh. a girl's perspective. But for me, the people that are that are super horny and just and it's even worse as a man. Like you put somebody in your close friends and you just mm-hmm. like, yeah, bro, I'm trying to I'm trying to hit on something tonight. Like I know as a yeah. woman, bro, they be like, bro, like you nasty ass nigga. I ain't asked to be your close friends and you <laughs> just posting all this weird ass shit. So yeah, for me, man, it turns me off completely, bro. Like I think like we both 25. At that age, you are past college, and of course, college is a lot easier to get access to it because everybody's in the same place. Mm-hmm. As an adult, man, we don't got time for that, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you actually, the people that you're trying to attract and then wonder why you single because you posting, you twerking or, or your only, I mean, you got your only fans, that's your business. But, you know, I mean, still stuff like that, bro. Like, you posting whatever the case may be and wonder why you ain't got no boyfriend. My like, question is, why are you horny on a Tuesday at 10 a.m.? Like, what is going on? It's like we talked about a couple weeks ago about the guy who never wants to leave the club. Like, he just wants to keep going all night. It's like, it's in that, you're right, it's in that same, like, vein. I'm just like, and I, you said, I, it really is a cry for help. I don't know what that help could be. But I just, you know, I just thought that, that was interesting. And I just been, I've been, a, I've been on an unfollowing spree. So, what you got, <laughs> what you got for the five, bro? Uh, me, man, let's, let's jump right back into the holidays. Uh, mm-hmm. Bad gift givers. We need to go ahead and talk about it. You know what I'm well, saying? Like, I don't. I resent this because I've been called a bad <laughs> gift giver for the longest. I don't. I'm sorry. This is your topic, but I don't like people that look too serious into the gifts, bro. Like, come on, man. And we talk about being older. You grown? Why are you really? People really be putting together women. Be really putting together full list and all this stuff. Like, come on, man. This is for the 15, 14 year olds. 
I'm a gift card guy. I'm sorry. I'm hijacking your shit. Go ahead. My fault. Nah, bro. That nah, bro. See, <laughs> see, that's what you try to turn it into. What's the reason for the season? Face ass. Like, nah. Right, it is. You should be Man, okay. happy. Yes. You should be happy that I'm thinking about you. Nah, How many people like, are thinking about you? Buying somebody a gift card is giving them something so they don't have nothing to say that you didn't get them anything. <laughs> right. That's what that is. No, thinking about somebody is going out your way to be like, I know that, okay, let's see. My mom loves Jill Scott. So I'm going to buy mm-hmm. her a Jill Scott vinyl, whatever the case may be. That might right. only cost you $30. But it's the fact that you thought that she loves Jill Scott. So you, you went to do that instead of just getting her a $50 gift card. So it ain't mm-hmm. really necessarily about, like, what you can and can't get because at this age, We've become the age to where you but can buy whatever the you thing, actually though. want. What's up? Your mama don't want the album. They may not want whatever you get them. That's my thing is that, like, I've had that because, I, okay, the reason I've switched, I've turned ties as I've gotten older is because I've given gifts that I thought would be sentimental to, to you, and they go, they don't give the reaction that I want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you like that. Like, you like my mom, bro. It's like, for real. It's like, I, okay, let's use your mom for example. I... She likes the Jill Scott. We get the, I get her the Jill Scott vinyl. She look at it. She go, I don't have a record player. Something like that. I'm like, ah! <laughs> why would you do this? I didn't put, bro, as a kid, I was so thoughtful. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I have one, one memory. My cousin loved Degrassi. Remember the old show, Degrassi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But drinking shit. Back in the day, day. This is back like 07, 08. I uh, find the, the, the um, what you call it? The cast online and I DM somebody or I email somebody, I got somebody at the studio to get them to sign a poster, right? For her for Christmas. I give it to her for Christmas. Bro, it, she looked at that shit for about 10, for about 10 seconds. I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm like, do you know how much I had to do? At that moment, I became a gift card. Hey, man, I'm, hey, I got trauma. <laughs> No, that's funny though because like my mom was like that too. Like me and my brother, she used to do the extra, like the the whole like go to sleep early, like. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about up until we was in like middle school, almost high school. We like, bro, yeah. like just give us the gifts we already know we got mm-hmm. for the most part. Like just let it rock, you know what I'm saying? So that's just what used to kill me about that. Like my mom would just not <laughs> like think, the reactions that we would give her sometimes. I think that parents like to keep the mystique as if you're a kid. You know what I'm saying? So like my, I said like my, my brother, he's nine and the question was asked, when is the time to let him know about, you know, saying it's not real. <laughs> and I said, let them niggas at school tell him, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let, nah, nah, bro. Nah, let bro. That, that's embarrassing, bro. I'm going to tell you why How it's embarrassing. I'm going to tell you why it's embarrassing. Okay, I go also ahead. had my, um, so somebody in my family, I'm not going to say who. Somebody in my mm-hmm. family found out because me and my brother kind of ruined it on some, like, and I mean, we made it bad, bro. We, yeah. Like, when he found out, he made the reaction. We're like, bro, I don't know why you thought Santa was really real. Like, it's no way. And we kind of, like, laughed at him on some shit. Like, bro, you mm-hmm. you know how everybody, you feel like everybody knows something you don't? Right. That's how we made him feel. And he cried, bro. Like, so I could only imagine if your brother do that at school and then, like, it, it, it just, it's not a good look, bro. Would you rather... Would you rather you as a parent lie to your kids for this long, right? And then mm-hmm. you got to come back and say, oh, no, nah, it was just, uh, it's for, like, it, it, was, it was just a lie. Would you rather somebody else tell your parents, tell you that your parents been lying to you, or your parents just be <laughs> like, ah, bro, go ahead and break the ice, because then you better trust your parents. True, true that. You know what's so crazy? <laughs> I found out, I heard, some, I heard somebody else talking about it. And then I was like, what? So I went home, and my, my parents were like, 
yeah, you know, it's for, it's for younger kids and you get older. And I'm like, wow, y'all was really <laughs> kept, y'all really, li- y'all kept up a, a, a facade for like years. Yes. Like, but either way, either way. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. And this is not this week in AI, but it, it just made me think about this. Texting and driving. All right. Don't get mad at me. Because you won't looking up and you feel embarrassed now, right? So here's what it is. Everybody be on their phone texting and driving or, or at a stoplight, they pull out their phone and, and, and they start texting. The problem is, is when I'm at, the, I'm, at the, I'm at the stoplight and it's an EMT dude, somebody driving an ambulance, looking down, texting and driving. The people go, the cars go in front of them. They honking the horn to get his attention. I'm like... This is what is going to drive self-driving. This is what's going to push self-driving cars. Like, we are in love with our phones so much that, bro, driving is so dangerous. I mean, literally, when you drive, I'm like, yo, I'm going 75 miles an hour on the street. Like, somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is a very dangerous activity. So to add texting and driving is, 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 is crazy. It, it, it really is crazy to text and drive, even though we're addicted to our phones so much that even when we're driving, we still got to get that hit. So that's it, it, there is no specific AI news. I just thought that like this is what's going to push a lot of this innovation is us like being in love with constantly being in the know, constantly being on social media, constantly wanting that hit, and that can you know something like so it's, it's going to naturally progress that way just because I don't want to. I rather I don't want to drive. I'd rather be on my phone. What you think about that? I mean, me, I, I just like I'm a little different because I like to like eat while I'm driving and all these other things like. I think like being around people that have Teslas and seeing it and 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 see like how much you can do, um, and of course like as technology gets better, um, the cars be- become safer, um, and I think that a lot of the safety ha- has like I can only be in, imagine being in a car now that doesn't have all the safety features my car has. Like when I was down in uh, Miami and I had to rent a car and I just got a regular car, I was like, dang man, like it doesn't tell me when the car in front of me is leaving. It doesn't tell me um the sensors on the side of like. If I'm changing lanes, like, I don't have to really look as much or as hard because I have the sensors. Mm-hmm. All of those things there, like you said, will lead to self-driving cars. And once we get to that point, I mean, of course, like, it'll be a lot safer. But I'm just, I, I just want to see what, what new problems will be created um, mm-hmm. once we get to that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it definitely will be new new problems. And that's the whole point. And, and people always talk about, you know, since this is an AI segment, people always talk about AI taking jobs. But AI is really going to create a lot of jobs. Like, that's something that's going to, you know, like we, we're going to have to have something that not only trains them, but teaches them how to be around humans and how to how to interact. I think a, a big thing with the self-driving cars and why they haven't fully hit the market is because there are still human drivers on the road. And that is, you know, humans cause a lot of, you know, it can be sporadic. It's not as um, precise as technology. But go ahead. What you got? I want to circle back to you saying everything being sexual. So. <laughs> you remember when we had like the ice bucket challenge and we had the crate challenge, like just people were doing dumb things like the, the cinnamon challenge. Now I will yeah. say this in advance: people were like, some people did die off doing stuff like that, which yeah. is to your own stupidity. But now nobody, huh, nobody respects you if you got to go to a funeral <laughs> for somebody that died for the cinnamon challenge. Nobody respects that, yo. If you die from a challenge, bro, people laughing at your damn funeral. People like, yo. This dude was crazy, boy. <laughs> Die by walking on the crates. <laughs> Yo, 
bro, if you die by walking in the crate, rest in peace to that, brother, man. God bless you, man. My fault, go ahead. Nah, so now, man, we got the silhouette challenge and the ceiling challenge. Like, yeah. why is everything just so, like, and you know how the ceiling challenge really got created? Well, what yeah. I saw, I don't know if this is a fact, but mm-hmm. it was, like, uh, kids over there in, in I want to say, Asia, they were doing, like, dances and stuff, like, in school. And it was mm-hmm. real, like, just real cool. Like, it was right. just the editing that made it. It, like, was almost like a music video. Then, mm-hmm. I don't know how we got to the point where we taping it to the, the, the phone to the ceiling and we get to the ass shaking. And right. I don't know what that's about. But, yeah, like, I just don't – why? Like, what's the purpose? Well, I ain't going to lie to you. I've normally been, a ch- like, an anti-challenge guy just because that's kind of always how I've been. But I like this challenge, though. I like the – I like I the bet you do. Up on the- <laughs> <laughs> Not even just the ass shaking. I like the whole – oh, well, we're talking about making it sexual. Well, everybody has to – you're right. Actually, your point is actually right because when, it, when a challenge does happen, people are – everybody's trying to find a way how they can stick out on the Internet. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to find a way how my page can be different, my thing. So if it's women or people or, or whoever are, are going to make it that just because they know that, that, you know, that gets the most clicks. But I like it. I like the whole dance thing. I think this is a, I, you know what? This is the first challenge that I really that I really fuck with. So, you know, hey, if no. you got any videos, you can send them to me. CDK don't want to see no more of it. <laughs> no, I like the water challenge, though. Anytime I, I play the audio around somebody and we jump out to jump on my phone, I play mm-hmm. the, the water audio, but yeah, that's... <laughs> what's, the no, shelf that's life, what's the shelf life on them challenges, yo? I mean, because obviously we're in a constant cycle of content, making the content, renewing content, getting new and stuff like that. What do you think the, the, the shelf life is on them on them challenges or just trends and stuff like that like it has to be a lot faster nowadays yeah because i mean the, the soldier boy i guess would be like considered the first challenge and that was uh-huh. like with dance thing and that lasted for years but yeah. i mean and then like the crank dad the whipping nay but i think now it's like a month yeah a month. Right. i think a month maximum is what mm-hmm. we're looking at now uh maybe maybe yeah maybe a little bit over a month but i think that's kind of like the, the average lifespan because these songs aren't popping because of the actual song they make dances to the song, and then people right. just add that on top of it. So it's not something that came with the original project. Yo, you saying that nobody's going to care if you die from the from the ice bucket challenge or the, <laughs> the cinnamon <laughs> challenge? Or you fall off the crates, bro? People going to be looking at you crazy, boy. Let me tell you. Boy, I'm telling you, man. People going to be judging you. Um, I got better days to come. I don't know if you I don't know if you're ready. You got another topic. No, nah, yeah. I got better days to come. I got one this week. Okay, cool. So I went out to a lounge the other night, right? And it was a, it was like a, like it had new artists, new rap artists, and they were performing. My better is to come this week is understand when it's okay to miss things. All right, this lady in the crowd had her baby with her, like a baby on the hip. I'm like, you know what? Maybe this you could have missed this thing. You didn't have to come to that. And I know that we're on social media a lot. We experience FOMO. With everything, everything, we always feel like we're missing out. We feel like we have to record everything just to show people that our life right now is better than what you got going on. But sometimes it's okay to understand what things we can miss and what things we can actually show up for. Like priorities, you know what I'm saying? Like obviously if you got your kid and the kid was crying and I'm like, bro, come on. Like obviously like you could have missed this. So I would say priorities and understand when to miss things. All right. And high key. Whenever the stuff really don't be that fun that they be portraying, so really you're not really missing out on nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, understand when to miss things. What you got? 
I was listening to uh, Pastor Mike a lot, uh, PMJ as I like to call him. Um, yeah, so he, he said something in one of his sermons the other day that, that really stuck with me, and I've been kind of on this whole thing of gratitude, which is kind of like mm-hmm. living in your moment of like what you do have, and a lot of times like we focus on what's next and not realizing we're in the middle of a season that we just prayed for. Uh, so for my bread, it is come I have. Gratitude is the bridge between our excitement to start and execution to finish, man. Uh, execution to finish, man, is is is, is the, the big part that I'm talking about here. Um, because we always say we want these things, we want these things, but once we get them, you, you have to have that same excitement and same and same persistence to execute what you wanted in the beginning to finish. So right. I, that kind of stuck with me a lot. So I've been watching his sermons and it's been hitting me hard lately Um, in the season of just like, like you said, like just letting things flow, letting things happen and, and what's for you will be for you. Definitely. Well, definitely, man. Well, hey, guys, this has been a great episode. CDK and Horatio, you can always follow the podcast at CDK and Horatio on um, all social media, uh, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and follow me at Horatio Radio. Follow me at CDK on the mic, man. We will holler at you again next week. Yes, sir. All right, nigga.